Thank you for listening to the following films podcast. Today, my guest is L. Callahan, the writer and director behind the new film, Witch Hunt. It'll be in theaters, on demand, and on digital on October 1st. Couple notes real quick about the show today. I had a great time chatting with Elle. She was recording this from her parents' house, which is over a hundred years old, and it was making some spooky, unexplained noises in the background, so you probably will be able to pick up a little bit of that uh, during the conversation. And then towards the end of it, the interview was set up by a PR person, and she was sitting in on the <laughs> on the Zoom call the whole time, but she has her, her uh, video turned off and her audio turned off, so we just see this little avatar in the background the whole time of what's supposed to be a, I guess it's a smiley face in a cappuccino drink, and normally this would be something completely innocuous. It would be, oh, look, that's kind of cute, but given all the noises and general spookiness that was uh, taking place during this call, um, it just came across as a little bit creepy, and I end up calling it out towards the end, but just wanted to give context to what was going on. Uh, Witch Hunt, again, it'll be in theaters uh, on demand and digital October 1st. You should definitely check it out. Hope you enjoy the show. Thanks. Good morning. How are you today? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Good. Sorry, I had to reset my computer, so I I was running a few minutes behind. Sorry about that. Oh, no problem. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking time out of your morning to do this. I really appreciate it. Of course. And so I, I guess the first thing that I'd like to ask you about, which is probably fairly common for people, and I apologize for that, but you seem to have a deep love for Thelma and Louise um, <laughs> from, from because I'm one of those nerds that when I see a marquee and it has the title of a film, I always pay attention to that. And it's, I wonder mm-hmm. if the filmmaker is trying to tell me something and clearly um, with everything <laughs> that happens here, you were. So I'm wondering if you could talk a little bit without giving anything away, obviously, but talk a little bit about that, the influence that movie has had on you. Um, well, I, when I, whenever I, I write, I usually write the, the endings of my film first. Uh, and the ending that I wrote uh, echoed that movie in a lot of ways. And then when I was writing the script, it kind of kept coming back up. Um, and I'm not, I, I'm not totally sure why. I think deep down that movie, Thumb and Louise, was probably the first movie that I saw that featured two women just totally going for it, <laughs> like just full throttle in a way that I hadn't really seen two female characters do. Mm-hmm. Um, and their friendship was so strong and the world that was chasing them was right and wrong at the same time. Um, and it also was kind of the first movie that I'd seen that kind of made me fall in love with like the desert. Uh, and a lot of those things started popping up when I was writing and it just kind of fit uh, in so well. Um, so. Well, yeah. <laughs> thematically I'm, I'm there with you 100%. The one thing is though, the, the idea of the other, which is such a big part of the story, the, the, the unknown, that element of it. Um, really this, film is one of those ones that's made in a way that I think it's universal. It could be about gender. It could be about race. It could be about class. It really could Mm -hmm. be about any subset told through these women and what they're experiencing. And I'm wondering 
if it's it's such a unique story because you're telling it through this genre lens, through this thriller lens, through you know a supernatural story, essentially. But really, the film is clearly about much bigger issues. Um, how do you strike the balance when you're writing or when you're actually executing the film between the more horrific supernatural elements that you need to have to satisfy that audience, plus the things that you actually want to say with the film? Well, I always start with just the story that I want to tell. Um, or, you know, I'll usually I'll write the ending or the beginning. And then I think about how my, what are, is the journey that my characters are going to take to get there. Um, the fact that I make horror movies, it's just, that's just what I enjoy when I think about uh, visuals and tone. That's just kind of the lens that I'm going to shift that story through. Um, but I, I, I start with that message, that narrative, and then just set it in a spooky world. Um, I think you could take, you know, this narrative and put it in any kind of genre and, you know, obviously it would be different, but um, I think that horror movies and the horror genre has gotten really uh, smart in the last 10 years. And it kind of serves as a platform to uh, say what you really want to say while still entertaining people, because you don't want to be too preachy with, you know, your message. Otherwise it just comes across too heavy handed. So if you, if you uh, allow it to be entertaining and in my case, it's, you know, scary, then you can kind of like have your cake and, and eat it too. Yeah. And, and I think you do because you do strike that balance and it never feels like you're on a soapbox. It never feels like you're taking medicine. Um, there's clearly the point of view, but, but honestly, it's something that's easy to kind of forget about when you're watching this, because it was something that really, until you showed that marquee, I wasn't even thinking about this through a gender lens. This was just something I was just watching the story of these women Mm -hmm. and not thinking about it as something that these women are specifically being persecuted for these differences they have and how that's fitting in to the society at whole. Um, And, you know, you can take that kind of message further back, but I was just enjoying the the film and wasn't even really thinking about it in that way. And I, I love that you can have that subtlety while being completely overt at the same time, because it's like, you can slap people around with this message, with this idea, but because you're, answering these genre tropes at the same time when you're having the jump scares and these elements, it's just kind of pulls you out of that for a moment. And it's kind of, it's my favorite horror films are the ones that do have something else to say. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk about the casting a little bit? Because I think the, that's really your, out of everything you have here, your best special effects that you have is the casting of this film. Cause you did a, it's a wonderfully uh, performance driven piece. Yeah. I mean, Gideon Adlon is an amazing actress. Uh, She's such a fantastic protagonist. I, you know, I saw her, some of her work and when I was writing it, I started to like kind of see her face as I was, uh, you know, finishing up the script. Um, And, you know, for me, it's important to find casts that really connect with their characters and want to make changes to them uh, and, you know, have a better grasp on them than I do. I like to surround myself with people that are better at their aspect of the film than me, because I'm as a director, I'm just there to kind of facilitate and, and, you know, drive this creative vision and everyone else is, my gosh, something just fell in my house. Um, I'm supposed to be alone here. So maybe I have a ghost. (laughs) Um, 
uh, <laughs> um, I'm just supposed to, you know, keep everything on track and, you know, they have a much more, uh, specific job. So my cast did an amazing job bringing those characters to life and fleshing them out, um, in ways that I could have imagined. Elizabeth Mitchell totally transformed Martha. God, I'm like so scared. There's things. <laughs> I'm in my childhood home right now, which is like very, it's like a, um, over a hundred years old and like has weird sounds. And that's just random stuff in the, it sounds like things are falling off the walls right now. Yeah. I mean, so. they are <laughs> like so spooked. Like I like grew up, I'm, I grew up in new England, like very close to Salem and oh. yeah, it's an old house. but, um, anyways, um, <laughs> Elizabeth, if you know, if, if I suddenly like someone pulls me out of frame, you can. Call yeah, it, 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 it honestly, this is starting to feel almost like a modern horror movie trope that we've seen over the last couple of years. Where suddenly you're gonna Gosh. get dragged out of frame. Um, <laughs> my heart right now is getting so fast. I'm a, I mean, I'm a horror director, and I love, uh, you know, scares. But I'm very easily scared myself when I write. I'm like, okay, this would really freak me out if I was watching the film. So. This, like my nightmare right now um anyways elizabeth brought such a um a fresh and sturdy take to martha christian uh made uh hawthorne smarter and more like kind of like he it was really important to him that the his, the villain thinks that he's the hero you know like they believe yeah. that they're doing the right thing so you know his whole kind of climactic talk with Gideon's character about uh the logic of magic being bad and why he does the things he he does like he rewrote that whole piece himself um mm. he because it was really important for him to have the character to have like a logic into like what he's doing um and um yeah Abby brought so much like gentle quiet um kind of like almost curiosity like scared curiosity to Fiona and then Echo and the boys were amazing too. Child actors just blow me away. They are well, like you so, had, like, you had you several, are like wiser is, than I am. <laughs> it's such a scary proposition to to write a film with that many child roles in it because really if you if you get that wrong, your whole movie's gonna fall apart. I know, I know. But when I, I like to challenge myself as a director, especially since I'm I'm early in my career, I kind of want to throw myself into as many things as I can, um, you know, before there's like a ton of studio heads watching me. <laughs> um, so I was like, I'm going to work with kids. We're going to get fire. We're going to throw people off buildings. We're going to drown some people. Like, let's just go crazy. Uh, did I regret that on set? Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> like, I, why did I do this? But, you know, I think the end result uh, was a, you know, a very entertaining and, and fun movie. So, you know, I do it again in a heartbeat, but I it was like, why did I decide to take <laughs> on so many difficult aspects of a film? But my cast and crew is amazing. So, you know, it's, it's a, it's a, it's like a big group project and um, everyone has to kind of pull their weight and everyone went above and beyond. So I was very blessed to have an amazing cast and crew as well. Well, you can absolutely feel I, I think people's passion for a particular work when everybody's invested the cast and the crew and they all want to do their best work for something. You can feel that um, it just comes through. And so, and I, I, it does feel like everybody here was elevating the material they're working with. If you 
I have no idea what your budget was. I assume this was a smaller budget film, but really there's some, the, the look of the film is beautiful. It looks great. The house that you chose for this does a lot of work with it, with as far as um, your set design, things like that. But it's just, this looks like something um, that it probably could not have been with people that were phoning it in. Yeah. I, yeah. With films of this size, it's like everyone's that is there really wants to be there (laughs) Um, because, you know, this isn't, this is a labor of love. And I think that does come across on screen and yeah, that house, um, a lot of my scripts mostly kind of revolve around one central location, which is usually a house because I grew up in a creepy haunted house. In a a creepy ass house. (laughs) I know I'm visiting my parents uh, this weekend. (laughs) Um, and they've left me alone today here <laughs> to maybe fall into trouble. Um, and so I think uh, that kind of bleeds into my scripts and finding that house was really important. We, we saw so many uh, properties before we settled on, on that one. Um, and it's just, it, it, even in its location, you know, feeling so isolated, having that kind of like expanse around it where you could, you know, you feel like, yes, they're alone, but anyone that comes there can almost trap them. So um, that was really important. And once we found that, everything uh, kind of fell into place. Well, this is um, a deeply entertaining film. Very easy to watch. This is a fun movie, something that I will be revisiting, um, which I don't do very often because I, I, but there's a lot to dig into here and I kind of want to go back and see it a second time and see those things that I was missing. And it, everything feels very intentional here. And I think this is a movie that people are really going to gravitate towards and share with each other. You know, this is one of those ones that back when we had video stores, people would put on their recommended buy. And I think this is the one that the, uh, the clerk who put up the weird stuff that you might not necessarily have heard of that wasn't in uh, 7,000 theaters that weekend. I think this would be one that people will be recommending to each other. <laughs> so Thank you. Uh, no, I, th- I think so. I do. Honestly, I think you did. You've made something special here where it's there's there's an audience for smart genre work. And that's what you did. So I'm looking forward to whatever you have coming out next, because this was a this was a lot of fun. I enjoyed this one. Yeah, well, I'm glad that's my goal as a director is to as for my audience to enjoy it and maybe for it to like kind of bother them for another couple of days. <laughs> Well, I, I'm a pretty jaded, watch too many, have no soul anymore uh, <laughs> guy where it's just, it's it's almost like you, I, I learned too much about film without ever making film. So I, I know my limitations, horrible writer, horrible actor, but I still love the art form. Um, so I, I respect it deeply, but I think I learned a little bit too much that I can't completely remove myself from kind of, okay, how did that work? What was the magic trick? Right, how did yeah. they pull that off that element, which I think it's kind of like, it's like being a magician where you kind of, you're like, okay, so where was the sleight of hand? Where was the thing that happened there? And yeah, I, I still enjoy it on that level. So, but the, the, <laughs> the way this is sticking with me for a couple of days, isn't the scares. It's the, um, the thematic elements are the reasons I want to go back to this. Good. Yeah, that was my intention. My first film, I focused a lot on the horror. Uh, my goal with this one was uh, my characters and the story. Um, you know, as I progress in my career, I hope to strike a better balance, but that was my goal 
with this <laughs> with this one. <laughs> um, I think you did. So, you know, we're always learning, growing, um, but I'm glad that that kind of came through for you. Absolutely. Um, well, I know that we're running out of time here, but I just wanted to say thank you, and I, I hope your weekend goes well in the creepy haunted house that you're staying in that you're able to make it to the the next film my screen is like cuts out (laughs) well and and honestly the um because we're both live on video and this third um window that we have that's open with just like the little face in the espresso and the uh cappuccino (laughs) and this little avatar that we have here because of what's going on in the background it somehow feels like creepy <laughs> at this moment I, as i'm staring at the smiling face i'm like okay this is just unnerving a little bit yeah <laughs> sorry judy yeah the cappuccino killer is like exactly <laughs> thank you so much Al. i appreciate it and i hope you have a great weekend you too take care bye-bye time enough to figure you out Time enough to write this down Wish me luck, give me hope
always crack.